It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in theaters, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey there, Jim. Hey, hey, Bross. And Murray, who I think actually made it to three movies this week. Did you make it to three? I did. Not that, four, though. That's crazy. But throw out three out of four, that's, that's 750. You bat that in the major leagues, you're multi-billionaire. Eh, so with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. And as per meatloaf, three out of four ain't bad. That's not the expression. Oh, it isn't? No. What is it? Maybe I'll tell you next week. All right. You know, know what's what funny? What? Something? Look. Meatloaf? No, look. Read this. Yeah, that's cool. That's why I cut and pasted it. You didn't cut and paste it? What are you talking about? I did. It's in the email. What? Like I promised you. What email? We're having a conversation with our listeners. I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> well, let's, let's continue Thanks then. to all who have been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and give us a five-star rating on your list platform. Or support us and join the Film Rage community by joining a membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Film Rage YYC. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible film. And you know what? We'll watch it if it played in cinemas anywhere in the world. Now... We're already warmed up, so let's get to raging. But first, here's a word from our sponsors. Hey, Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadow Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Makes me hope they also serve pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus, I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get-together. Gaming, movie, drag show? Drag show? Now I know where I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a, a Liam Neeson or a superhero movie planned? Ugh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary. Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. Boys are already hyped up. And just <laughs> we're saw. raged up. There's so much rage we going just on. Just got back, so they're they're already hyper. Yeah, I don't know if I can control them. What did we just get back from there, Murray? We just got back from Winnie the Pooh. Winnie Blood the Pooh and honey. He's so adorable. He is adorable. Totes, wait, wait a minute. Totes adorable. Blood and honey. Blood and honey. Well, that doesn't sound like the Winnie the Pooh I know. Uh, not the one I know either. But apparently, the copyright expired last year for these characters, which left them open for all kinds of interpretations, which mm, is what interpretations. these filmmakers decided to do. Uh, the gist of the story is after Christopher Robin, that's the human guy, abandons them for college, Pooh and Piglet embark on a bloody rampage as they search for a new source of food. 
Uh, Good thing they're not anywhere right? close. This, it's, not a, it's not a bad the, concept. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure this movie was 100% British because I didn't understand well, a word. One guy there was, was one guy British. who didn't have an accent, but everybody else was. So. Yeah, no, it was definitely. I think it was definitely British. Uh, and it was um, shot for $100,000, and it's already made over a million. But it's been out for a month, I guess, in the UK or Europe or somewhere, but... So yeah, it just came to our neck of the woods. Oh, the, I the saw what you the did. The hundred acre woods. So <laughs> we uh, went to see it before we are talking with you. Um, yeah, it was an uh, interesting premise. You know, uh, cartoon characters from our youth uh, turning violent. Uh, I mean, not the first time we've ever seen a cartoon with lots of you know blood and violence, but. Yeah, everything. Everybody else is human, but Pooh and Piglet were basically just humans with with masks. Like, I know they have budget constraints, but I kind of wish they would have spent a little more money on either CG or no. better makeup. Because eh, the masks, they were just plastic masks. Like the mouse didn't even eh, move. Like, they moved. They it. were rubber. They, they were, were rubber masks. Fine. What they, they were. Need more rubber. They were fine. Um, so yeah, after the intro, that wasn't the problem with the movie. No, no, but I mean, yeah, the, the movie started off. Yeah, it was awesome. Like there was, you know, lots of blood and gore. I'm like, oh, okay, now who's, you know, ticked off? He's gonna, you know, do some damage. But then it just devolved into your typical horror movie crap, yeah. with probably the stupidest humans alive going to the woods for no apparent reason and. Once doing, again, not and, the problem with the movie. And they had no common sense. Like, whenever there was a logical way out or, or uh, something that someone smart would have done, they did the opposite. That's fine in this type of movie. <laughs> All I can say is I'm glad this movie was only an hour and 24 minutes. If it was any longer, I think I may have just hurled. Uh, yeah, it, it was a rage. I was so disappointed with it. All right. You want to go next, Mister? Well, there's nothing really to say. I mean, there, there, the concept was fine, um, and I, I really thought that this actually did have potential, but it gets bogged down by just, just piss poor production, like bad, like there is the music. Mix. The music through the whole thing drowns out everything. Yeah, and including the dialogue even, most including times. the dialogue it's just and it and the music never stops and it's funny towards the end i don't know if you noticed but i think it, right after he like runs into to poo not to spoil anything i want to go into any more of that but all of a sudden the music actually stopped for a couple of seconds and you heard him breathe and it was the first time that i felt in the story in the at story all, at all yeah because all it was through this whole thing was this horrible soundtrack just god awful music that just drowned out everything that was going on and it just muffled everything so if there's like something getting smashed it was muffled if they were screaming at each other it was muffled it was just it took you so far out of it that even if it was half decent it still would have sucked because of the just piss poor production yeah the sound mix because of that alone it's a rage and there's many other reasons why it's a rage can you list a few well, I don't... Come on, get to the listing. No, there's... You know what? All in all, I'm, the stuff that bo- that's going to bother a lot of people isn't going to bother me. The, the one thing that does bother me is there there is a tiny bit of CGI in it, and that CGI is awful, and it also takes me out of it. 
this type of movie, you gotta just, you gotta go with practical effects all the way. The CGI that was used just was ridiculously stupid and looked just like so unbelievably bad. If you go back and watch like some Japanese movies from like early 2000s and you get that type of CGI where it's just kind of ridiculous. Yeah. It's fun. It is. But this, you you either got to go all the way and make it fun or don't use it because if you're not going to make it so campy and stupid that it's fun, don't even, don't even go there. And they didn't. They should have made an effort to make this fun. That's I think the that, whole was, thing. that was the biggest problem. I think problem. it took itself too seriously, which yeah. is weird because it wasn't really, but it did. Yeah. And, but it, it could not walk the line. Yeah. Like there, there's a line that needed to be walked and it was just all over the place. And did I mention the sound was terrible? You did, you did seven times, yeah. It didn't help that most of the characters spoke with thick British accents. Nah, that, that had I, nothing I, I had to do with anything. I had trouble understanding them. Because they, they, you had trouble understanding them because you had music blaring over their yeah, dialogue that was also why you couldn't hear. That was also why you couldn't understand what was going on because you couldn't hear what they said. Well, let me tell you a little bit about what I thought about this. The Tao of Pooh, this was definitely not. And if you go into the woods today, you're you know, sure of a big surprise. That also Why are you pop- singing the teddy bear's picnic? Because that well, also popped not, into my head. Not really that big of a surprise. No. If you go down to the woods today, you'd better go in disguise, but don't dress like a donkey. No. For every bear that ever was there will gather there for certain because today's the day teddy bears have their picnic mm. and they are serving donkey mm. Dahmer style flank steaks mm. and oh yes honey sorry non-vegan friendly honey. blood and honey well really non-vegan because there's blood mixed in with it yeah well there's that it's, it's doubly non <laughs> it's doubly it's doubly it's in doubly but uh yeah the the writing in this film why if this if this took 28 minutes to write this entire script i would say that is being generous this had to have been the weakest tie-in of a beloved children's story turned murderous carnivore who also loves honey but just a faintly veiled excuse to write a terrible, terrible slasher film where every single character, as Marie had alluded to, is stupid and need to, but then they need to stop and talk about things for what seems like hours, but that's okay because the killers would also stand there and listen to them while they stand there for no apparent reason. This is like, you know what, let's just sit here for a few minutes and you can talk about stuff and I'll just stand here and watch you talk about stuff. Yeah, well, they kept on saying, Oh, we got to be quiet or they'll hear us. Well, just shut up. Yeah, just <laughs> You don't have to say that. Or, or the one where they're like, I've got a gun. When do you think we should shoot them? How about now? Oh, now. Like, just run down yeah. there and, and take your gun and blow his fucking head oh, off. Let's just wait till they gut our friend first and then we'll go and shoot them. Yeah, it's like, it's like, to Murray's point, like, I get, I get what you're saying. There's a difference between people being stupid in a Jason movie. And then there's people that are this stupid that like, like there's a scene, I know I'm gonna put a spoiler in there, but I mean, this movie is so bad, it deserves spoilers. There's a scene where this girl's out in the hot tub and she's like, 
taken pi- selfie pictures yeah, of herself when they took when they took away her phone. So I don't know how that was happening. They showed her grab her phone off the table. Did they? I couldn't hear it because she was there was too much music. Well, you didn't have to hear it. <laughs> it was, you could see it, you meathead. So she's she's doing another photo shoot in the hot tub, the hot by, tub by herself in the middle of the woods. In the middle of the woods by herself. Yeah. And. And this stuff and I don't have sees, a problem she with. She sees a big I know you don't. <laughs> but that's because slashers used to be one of your favorite genres. It's never been a favorite of mine. So she's taking pictures of herself and she's she sees in the picture, which could have been a really well done scene, yeah. but she looks at it and she's like she's like, Oh, you're not gonna spoil my you're not gonna spoil my hot tub pant. And she gets well, back in but she gets they, back in the I hot know. tub and lies down just in a perfect with her position. Eyes closed. <laughs> but with but her eyes was, closed. That was a pretty good scene though, because then you got the little because they had the flickering light and you saw them, they were there, and then all of a sudden they were closer, and then all of a sudden they were closer. I thought that was one of the few effective yeah, but, things they did in the okay, whole movie. I will give you the fact <laughs> if everything around the fact that they did that. If she had not seen them and said, oh, you're not going to spoil my weekend and then go lie with her eye. Like, who's in the middle of the fucking forest when they see a person dressed like a pig or a, or a fucking teddy bear and they're going to be like, you're not going to spoil my thing. Just even, if you, even if you're a murderer, just, I'm just going to lie down with my neck Just because she's not a scaredy cat like you. Dude. Please do not try and go down that road. You are fighting a battle that is beyond, like... Yeah. The funniest thing about this is the entire people who were watching this film along with us, I think all have had the same yeah. feelings as it all of us. It was quite a rowdy crowd, too. The, yeah. Well, including the manager of the theater. Yeah, it really, it really wasn't. Yeah. I thought it, the crowd should have been rowdier because maybe that would have helped it. But uh, yeah. it, it does, to, to what Murray was talking about at the very beginning of this, is they obviously had the the opportunity to make this movie because the copyright ran yep. out and they wanted to be first the to, first first to do it. Yeah. and it feels like they rushed oh, yeah. everything just, in to get this out uh, well, no writing yeah at all. also another no. tidbit is like as i we when i was walking out of the the, the theater i i told you you're saying oh so what how long did this take to write and i was like i don't think they wrote anything i just think they just started shooting yeah, scenes exactly. well <laughs> it's like there's, there's no writing there here there's not one uh, another fun fact it took them 10 days to shoot this well they, they did that must have been days. nine one day of shooting so, and nine days in post-production yeah so <laughs> so 20 minutes to write it and nine and a half days to shoot it no sorry half a day to shoot it yeah well how would you say it was an hour and how many minutes 24 to shoot it and then the rest was in post-production there you go yeah, so that, that's it and and the good thing we have to look forward to is the quality of the writing and directing sound mix acting and everything that makes up a film is now going to get a second one because it yes. made money. Yeah. So it, we have yeah. it's made money, and they it, act, it, and it, there's it, a little disclaimer at the end of the credits there that says that the Pooh will be back. Oh, is there? Here's the thing: it made money. Yep. They're going to have a few more dollars to make it next time. Maybe. Maybe it'll be better. Maybe somebody else will yeah, write it. So. And I it. am first in line to go to it. I'll tell you uh-huh. that right now. <laughs> I'll go just because you know what? Some some weeks you just need more rage than others. That's right. Well, all right. Y- you know what? It wasn't the worst movie I saw this week. It was not for me either. There you but go. But I have a feeling both our movies that we didn't like be different. are going to be different. Yeah. I have a feeling you may be correct. Uh, you know what? Because I promised. Because the movie we're about to talk about. Wait, wait. wait. I promised our now. listeners 
we would not agree on a lot of things this week. And I was right. Who knew? Well, off of the person. Well, you don't know that for oh, yeah, sure. Wait, wait well, we d- you guys we, all raged, right? We did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Rage. Rage. It's the first time. Rage. Murray's on the ball. There we go. Apparently staying up this late at night <laughs> works for Murray. Well, apparently watching some, some Winnie the Pooh and Piglet carnage uh, kept me up. Uh, yeah, I had a bit of a poo boner myself. And they, you can take that multiple ways. I don't, know what, I don't know what a poo boner is. You want to see it? <laughs> <laughs> so Magic Mike's last dance is about... I have no idea. Two hours? <laughs> I guess some stripper dude named Mike made some bad business deals and now he bartends for rich folk where he meets Selma Hayek and for some reason she wants to put this loser in charge of some show in London where when he has never directed anything in his life in order to get back at her husband or ex-husband, I don't really know. The story is convoluted. There's literally not one moment of enjoyment in this entire film. Selma Hayek is miscast and Channing Tatum is about as charming as a turnip in this. I hate it every second. I can't imagine that even fans of the franchise found this remotely watchable. This is pure garbage and is currently sitting in the top spot for the biggest rage of 2023. And that's after watching Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. (laughs) No, you watch Blood and Honey first. No, second, that's right. I cannot imagine watching a worse movie in this or any other year. This is an all-timer. This would rate in my worst five films of all time. (laughs) What a complete waste of time. This is a super rage. I hated this movie. I can tell. It was god awful. What What is the point? What is going on? You know what? There is a certain amount of charm to the first two. Do you remember the first two? I just remember they were, they were buddies and they were... Why wouldn't they bring in the buddies into this? Instead, they we did. got all these other wieners. No developed characters at all. Just a whole lot of who gives a crap. I hated this movie. Garbage. <laughs> Pure garbage. Like, literally one of the worst movies I've ever watched I know, in my you said entire life. Top five worst movies of all time. This is awesome. <laughs> you know my favorite part? What? It came out Valentine's Day weekend and Bryce had to go see it with his girlfriend. That to me was worth it. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and I told him ahead of time. It's like I went and I saw this with my you're, girlfriend you're too. You're going to see it. Yes, we we are a little bromance. We went to see it. That's right. I I asked Murray to hold hands with me, yes. but he wouldn't. Well, <laughs> I don't know how to follow this up. Well, I don't know how I'm going to follow this up. As you all know, I am not a fan of Domance films. And the story and love part of this very Domance film are truly awful. Bryce is 100% right there. And painful to watch. As is the terrible giant flashback montage moment near the end of the film. But what isn't awful in this fi- in this film is the talent of these amazing dancers. My main man, Chatham, the CLF, who played Selma Hayek's daughter, Edna the bureaucrat, the butler William, the amount of subtle humor, like every time they showed William, and I did mean 
everything about William. Every single time he stepped on the screen, I started laughing from the second he stepped on till the second he stepped off. Yes, the main story and the love part was completely stupid. The dance parts in this were absolutely great. There was dance moves that I've never seen before. And it's got my most recent absolute man crush, Channing Chatham, Ch Channing Chatham, or Chatham, as I like to now call him. Plus having an intermission with cute cats made me not hate this movie. The secondary characters in this did more than their job's worth to make this a meh for me. I hated everything about the story. I hated everything about the character development to Bryce's point, but the secondary characters in this, I thought all of them did an amazing job. I think if they just took Salma Hayek out of it and my boy Chatham uh, and just had the secondary characters make a movie about a dance film, I would have, uh, this could have been Mondo. <laughs> what else? Yeah, William was hilarious. What'd you think, Murr? William was not hilarious. Apparently you didn't get to hold hands with Kim while you were watching this. Because Murray and I- Maybe they're busy making out and they missed it. Yeah, there was some tongue sliding. No, there was just me just cringing and trying to crawl into my so, own skin. Apparently you don't like Domance films either. Apparently. I really uh, went into this film. Uh, I thought I would hate it. Considering my mood that day, I, I thought I would. Yeah, you were I was not in a good mood when I got there. Um, having a theater full of women on a Friday night of Valentine's weekend didn't help either. Uh, as my hetero life mate, Jim, and I were the only males in attendance. Yes. There may have been a couple of husbands dragged to it that we didn't see, but I think I saw a couple coming out. But There's only two in the theater. Uh, Half-naked men are clearly not for me. I love half naked. And the opening scene of Channing Tatum dry humping Selma Hayek didn't give me much hope. I had a boner through that. I'm I sorry. <laughs> it was awful. Uh, somewhere along the way, a story broke out. What? No. Yeah, it, it wasn't original or especially creative. There was no story. Uh, Footloose, Flashdance, Honey, Step Up. List of similar films is endless. While I didn't particularly enjoy the dancing, especially by the half-naked dudes, I did think the end scene was spectacular and made me fall in love with the female ballet dancer. She was awesome. Uh, Channing Tatum was as charming as ever. No doubt still a heartthrob to all the women and gay men out there. And straight men who are, have a man men. crush. Uh, there were plenty of entertaining minor characters, especially the butler. William, William, I believe his name is. Yes. And Edna. Loved Edna. Edna the bureaucrat. Uh, the reason I didn't hate this film, what stops it from being a rage, was Selma Hayek. <laughs> what? Her character was quirky, sexy, funny with just a hint of crazy. She can't do comedy. I found myself <laughs> laughing at pretty much all of her lines. Wow. Every tantrum was a joy to watch. Yeah, the premise was silly and obviously predictable. The scene with Edna on the bus was enough to brighten my mood. <laughs> it uh, was. Titillating meh. Uh, that even the husbands and boyfriends might enjoy. No. Um, I will give you one thing. Yes. The bus scene. With Edna. Yeah. It had potential. But it didn't pay off it at all. It was, it was short. It was short. It was like it was over in a blink. Yeah. And what was the end of it? Like it was 
It had potential. It was the one thing, but it just made me even angrier because they had one thing, just a little, one taste. thing in the movie that could have at least given me like three oh, minutes of something, something of something. But even that fell flat. This was just even the little nugget of potential fell flat because it oh, just the most god awful thing I've ever witnessed in my life. This was just beyond awful like i can't i'm tripping over my words right now trying to come up with a word that's worse than awful i don't know you know what it's four letters uh-huh. and starts with an r Ray. there you go okay so unfortunately we all agreed on winnie the pooh yeah we did not agree on magic mike no but perhaps, you guys just perhaps, watched a different movie than I did. We might, we might agree on the next film. What do you think? Uh, I don't think we will, because I think I liked it more than you. I but think you did. So go ahead. We saw Pathon, Pathan, Pathon, Pathan, 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 Pathan. There we go. Sidereth Anand, aka Indian Michael Bay has made a film that starts with a scene almost as epic as the opening of RRR. This is a mashup of every American English language action movie you have ever seen, from Mission Impossible to Jason Bourne, Fast and the Furious, James Bond, and also uh, Indian Transformers. But what makes this better than any of those English language films is that this is an Indian film where They never once take themselves seriously and know they are creating this thing that transcends all normal action films. It does this because it takes time for the little things like dramatic blue steel type stairs and they blast the music through the entire movie. But when action is coming, they turn the volume up to 11. So So you know when to scream at the movie screen or it takes time to place a costume changing pool, sexy pool party, mm. Bollywood dance song. Yes. When they introduce our heroine. This was a fun time, and at no point did I question the laws of physics or think that was not humanly possible. It doesn't because matter. in the Pathan universe, anything is possible. And if Pathan makes a promise, it happens. Yes. This was a thrill ride I was loving being on up until I got a giant wall slash slump in the movie when it made me start questioning my loyalties to the universe that is Pathan. I looked at my watch twice and it started to get draggy, which means this film was about 20 minutes too long. So two hours of nonstop humor and action and 20 minutes of draggy, and then the Lord of the Rings number of endings with a semi-final Bollywood awesome dance number makes this so close to Mondo, it's 15 minutes of editing would have sealed this in Mondo heaven for action films. But alas, another ending following the true ending that was the Bollywood dance number sealed its fate. No, you didn't. Sealed its fate to super, 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 super high meh. And we got some unpacking, but 
Yeah, tell me why you like this a little more than me. Bhutan is another action thriller from Bollywood. It has all the ingredients that one would expect. The high octane over the top action is mixed with lavish musical numbers and lead actor. Shah Rukh Khan shows that he is one of the top action stars on the planet. The score is amazing as it pumps through the theater speakers and makes the action that much more epic. It's already epic. But then when you get that score pumping into your bones, man, it just takes it to another level. Oh, another level. The, new, the musical numbers inexplicably cause me to feel tremendous joy. The action sequences are ridiculously entertaining. This is another film from India that blows any action movie in the past few years from North America out of the water. And when she hit the ice on her skates and started striding towards that killer virus-filled orb, I almost lost my mind at the awesomeness that was before me. I love this film. It was Mondo. Yeah, I I loved so much of it. I was there with you all the way along. It I really did hit a wall. It could it it they got a slump in it. It was just like Bad they got guy slumpy. comes ripping out of the cave on his motorcycle. Those Few were seconds great. later, Hero comes ripping out of the cave on but a motorcycle. The- and they're and then and then what's happening? When she what's gets happening? The skates. Who's coming out of the cave next? Our heroine. Oh, she's on skates. She's on she's <laughs> on speed skates. They weren't just skates. They were, they were long distance speed skates. And she was she was pumping, stri- pumping, pumping and striding and she was like, she was going like fast. Nobody's been, she's going but as there fast was as a there was too many there there was the part before that. Like it was like they they, they would they fine. No, that there was too many times where they they, they kind of got too I needed time involved. to breathe. I needed no. a few seconds no. to take a couple. No. I can't go no. balls to the wall for two hours yeah, and 20 minutes. Could've. No, but okay. But here's a, here's a comparison. And I know it's not fair to compare them because they are completely two different movies. But when I walked out of this, I did feel it, the 15 minutes of editing would have made this a perfect film. When I walked out of RRR, which was three and a half hours long yes. of an action film with the same level of ridiculousness from the action, yep. I wanted another three and a half hours. And there was draggy parts in RRR, but the story and the characters they developed, they had too many characters where they didn't develop them that caused me not to be as in love with the entire story. The the action sequences were stellar. The music it was was stellar. There was so much great in this. It's just they they didn't develop the characters enough to make me fall in love with them as much. And there was there was just twenty minutes, if not maybe fifteen minutes. It was too I'm much. Not, I'm not going to argue with you. RRR is a far superior movie to this, but RRR is like the mondoist of mondo movies. It is on a like. A ridiculous, like there, it has no equal in my mind. Yeah. As far as action films go, right now, RRR is my favorite action film in the history of the world. Of the universe. Oh, there's, there's never been a better action in, film. In the, in the world we live in and the Pathan universe. This, once again, was just, was an excellent, excellent action film. It's still Mondo. No, it's not RRR because RRR is like, it's. There's it's, another new measurement exactly. stick. Exactly. There's, there's a new nothing, measurement stick. There is nothing else that can compare to that movie. Except maybe RRR 2, which right. I hope they make. <laughs> I've never said that about a sequel, but I'm looking forward to that. Yes. At any rate, we weren't too far apart on this. You just I was so close to Mondo. Yeah. 
If I hadn't looked at my watch a second time, yes. then it would have made it, I'm sure. But then that means they would have had to cut out those 15 minutes. It was a lot of fun. It was. Yeah. I, I highly suggest everybody see this movie, even Murray. The skates. Because you, so. you, you loved it. She even she even paused and did a toe pick, Murray. And you know, I know how much you love toe, toe pick. pick. <laughs> Doesn't make it better. <laughs> it would have made it so the, absolutely take the better. dancing and the music out of it i might have maybe sat through it <laughs> oh i think you would have liked some of the yeah the, you no, would have liked you would have liked no, the pool the, party no because there was only spies there was only you two loved the there was only party. two there was only two dance numbers one was a sexy pool dance party yes where they had i think six or seven clothing changes <laughs> at least <laughs> at least that was awesome and then there was the one at the end, which they always put in. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm convinced you would have loved it. There I you think go. So. But that doesn't matter because we're going to talk about something else now. We are. Oh, I'm actually really looking forward to hearing what you guys think of this movie. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Yeah. Well, the second half of our double uh, feature on Friday after the glory of Magic Mike was a movie at our local uh, art house cinema called The Outwaters. Yes. Also a low budget film. Even less money than Winnie the Pooh. That's what? Less than 100000 Oh, yeah. It was like half of that, maybe. Um, the Outwaters is a found footage film. Yes. About a group of friends who venture into the Mojave Desert to shoot a music video. Yes. Where they encounter mysterious and threatening phenomenon. Yes. Or as I like to call it, Blair Witch in the Desert. Eh, no. Except Blair Witch was original at the time, scary as hell, and actually made sense. Mm. This film had none of that, mm. except shots directly ripped off from it. The first 20 minutes were a complete waste, showing these four idiots. Sorry, how many minutes did you say? 20 minutes. Okay. Of the whatever two hour movie, whatever long it was. Um,. Showing these four idiots sitting around drinking and smoking and acting stupid. That's what people do. Five minutes would have been plenty. Uh, I can appreciate the premise of the film, going yeah. to the desert to shoot a music video. Yeah. That part was actually done pretty well. Yeah. Although I got tired of hearing the song after about five minutes. Oh. Um, but the story falls apart soon after that. What? And logic goes out the window really quickly. Oh. I actually like found footage horror films if they're done correctly. I hate them. While a couple of scenes in this movie actually gave me chills, mostly because of the blood curdling screams and the creepy noises you couldn't see. Yes. The unfocused and shoddy camera work took me right out of the film. It's found footage. The shots were either too dark, shot with a single dull flashlight as the only source, yeah. upside down yes. or pointed at the ground. I honestly had no friggin' clue what was going on for the last half of the film and couldn't wait for it to be over. What? My only wish was to see these people gutted on camera instead of just hearing about it. Hard rage. Huh. Who knew? Who knew? Rage. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you're so angry these days, Murray. I actually like Winnie it. the Pooh better. That's how that's how bad it was. Oh, the level no. of rage difference. Yeah, 
Oh, well, what did you think, Bryce? Apparently, this is shocking to you that Murray did not love this movie. It's shocking that anybody wouldn't love this movie. The Outwaters is a found footage flick that introduces us to some rather annoying characters whose lives take a turn as they find themselves in a living nightmare in the desert. The film really gets rolling. <laughs> the film really gets rolling when they spend their first night under the desert sky as they hear some disturbing sounds in the distance. From there, we get many scenes of one point of light showing us very little as most of the screen is black, which intensifies the fear of the unknown. The images that are revealed have your imagination racing as you, along with the folks in the film, try to figure out what you are witnessing. As characters slip into madness, we are shown many effective passages that add to the tension of the circumstances. The film eventually climaxes with a conclusion that shows us what pure madness looks like. This was a trip that starts slow, but builds and builds as we are taken on a tour of human depravity. This was a gem of a film. It was Mondo. Oh, wow. That, that's surprising. Well, let me tell you what I thought about the Outwaters. Just say ditto and we can move on to the next film. Uh, I may say ditto, but it is not going to be for you, Only Bryce. if he was going after me. So, found footage film where it's in three acts broken out by three supposed, supposed three found memory cards of which one memory card is home movie footage where no one in their right mind would film anything that mundane. And then a second memory card as mundane or worse than the first one. And again, out of focus or shots of stupid things followed by a final memory card that was basically where you couldn't see anything shot at night except creepy images of blood and weird scary sounds and it is a memory card it's not a memory card although they want you to think it's a memory card what it is is staged footage and not continuous yet the way it was being portrayed it should have been continuous this film had me wanting to scream at the movie to please just stop annoying me for the first hour and a half of this entire film. I couldn't do anything but say I hate every single frame of this movie up until an hour and 30 minutes had gone by. What? I was like practically vibrating how much I hated the first hour and 30 minutes of this film. What is I, going on? I know the filmmakers may have wanted us to believe the lady 30 minutes of the drug-induced desert worm infested blood orgy of wiener severance <laughs> beheading disemboweling uh, was creative but it wasn't there was two good shots of cool donkeys and the rest of the film was three wasted memory cards and a film that made me want to leave 20 minutes in and then wish I had never ever seen the first 20 minutes of this film I hated this film it, it would, if I had to put something as a film that I hated, this could make the top five. This is on my list for yeah, the worst film so, so far of the worst movie I've seen this year. What it would probably on? have made the worst movie. It's worse than Top Gun Maverick to me. No, and it don't isn't. get me wrong. I love disemboweling and wiener severing as much as the next person, but because none of that last 30 minutes could have been seen 
or was definitely not found footage based on things like not continuously shot or set up on a fucking tripod to watch the disemboweling and walking away as the shots were done. There was, was so, on the ground. no, it wasn't. There was a perfectly good shot that was set on a fucking tripod as he walked forward and he saw his naked butt naked ass. It's like, no, I'm sorry. If this was like everything, everything that you thought was awesome about the weird trippy drug induced, whatever all, that it was, was, it was all wormy weird. snakes shit was all contrived. And it, to me, none of it seemed found footage. If you're going to make a found footage film, make it, make it seem like it's found footage. First off, nobody on those two memory cards would have shot any of that stuff. People, people don't shoot that yeah, many do. of no they don't they still show pictures of their friends okay why don't you go stand by that they they would shoot things that were out of focus nobody nobody does that like people the world in which they're in these are 20 year olds that pretty much have lighting and and uh properly shot things through the whole time they're not showing people's feet or like an empty bottle or they just it's just not doing it this was this was the most staged annoying found footage film i've ever seen in my entire life Disagree. the 20 minutes of drug-induced worm coma was like was also so contrived and nothing to do with found footage this, this every the, this moment the- of this film made me want to punch myself in the face or you in the face or murray in the face or the director in the face i hated 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 every single this is the thing best found about footage this movie, movie no. ever first off found footage movies are not they good. suck they all suck Except and this one this sucked one. more no this one sucked more than any of them because they try to pretend that it's found footage but it it, it was not found footage it was everything was formulated to, to yeah no this was this was so good i yeah no and I didn't like it as much as him. No, no, this was so oh, was terrible. Mondo. This was uh, yeah. This yeah. was the biggest rage. Of, oh, huge rage. So far of this year. That's yeah, insane. Definitely gonna be my no, top this five. No, this was this you, was you, sir, are a crazy man. Well, I'm crazy after seeing that. Like, yeah. no. All right, well. See, look at that. We didn't agree on. We only agreed on one thing, yeah. and that is poo. <laughs> it was, poo. was poo. Was <laughs> poo. <laughs> Oh, man. And it didn't have to be. So much rage. It didn't have to be. Could have taken the same story and just made it better. Yeah. They could have, but they didn't. And you know what that means? It's time for Murray to bring some levity to this podcast. I don't know if I can. I'm pretty hyped up right now. <laughs> I'm hopped up on Diet Coke. <laughs> oh, rage. Not even Diet Coke. I have I have the, the sugared version of... Uh, of the soda tonight because they ran out. Oh, so. God. He's going to be peeing I'm, all night. I'm sure it up. All right. Well, the Super Bowl was on Sunday. It was. Since we're not a sports podcast. No, we're not. I can't talk about the game. No, you can't. Since we're not a TV podcast. No. I can't talk about the lameness of the $7 million commercials. That's right. You can't. What I'm left with is the trailers for upcoming films this year. Oh. All of which are guaranteed to make these two rage. No guarantees. So here goes. First off, we had a nearly four-minute trailer for Fast X. The 10th and supposedly last Fast and the Furious film. Joining the cast is Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony winner Rita Marino. 
Apparently, as somebody's mother or grandmother. Thank God she's there. Mm. And Aquaman himself, Jason Momoa, as the bad guy. Mm. Also appears like everybody from the previous nine films is back. I just hope they're in space Except Dwayne The Rock, who hates Vin Diesel, and the guy who actually died. See, there's a reason why we love Dwayne The Rock Johnson so much. Uh, Can't wait for this one, eh, fellas? Uh, Next up, an equally long trailer for The Flash. Not going to lie, I was dreading this one because of all the crap going on with its star. Yeah, what that? why are they even playing this? Like, why I don't they know. Not? Apparently they finished it. Uh, this is like the last movie before the guns took over, I guess. Uh, seeing the bad fleck again definitely didn't help. He's at the start of the trailer. Ooh. So he's back, even though nobody else in the Justice League is... They replaced everybody else. Ben Affleck, the best Batman yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean I mean, they're replacing? Let me fi- There's no new Superman. I don't know if there's even another Wonder Woman. What about I'm, Jason I, I, Momoa? Aquaman 2, I don't know if it's even going to come out. It's still in, up Hello? in the air. But, I mean, yeah, they replaced it. And the, the, the metal machine guy, he's gone. What you talking about, Willis? Just saying. They replaced everybody except Guns, Bat- cleaning house, Seth starting Ben over. Affleck. He's still around. The old man's oh, yeah. still there. Well, anyway. I, I heard a rumor that um, Michael rumor. was coming back. I'm getting to that. Oh, well, thank you, man. Michael. Tell Mr. Hollingsworth interrupted me again. Yeah, that's how. Anyway, started off with Ben Affleck. Wasn't happy about that. Then something happened. I love Ben Affleck. Michael Keaton as Batman. He even says, what? I'm Batman. In not the just, trailer? Not Yeah, not just a cameo either. Apparently, the little twerp Barry Allen, a.k.a. The Flash, wiped out all the metahuman super beings, and he had to turn to a non-powered hero to help him. Not only the Batfleck, but plenty of Michael Keaton as well, like in action with the original Batmobile from the first movie and the original soundtrack. What is, con- my mind is being I'm, blown I'm right now. I'm confused right now. Well, because it's like, a, it's, it's like a multiverse. It's, multiple, it's a multiple world. It's a like, multiverse. It's like the Spider-Man, but with Batmans. <laughs> yes, it's, it's like the last Spider-Man, but with multiple Batmans. So you're going to have uh, I, I even think Batman Christian ba- with a walker? Oh, I, I even saw Christian Bale's motorcycle from the last Batman movie. The this one is going to be awesome. One that Catwoman was driving. This is so yeah, that's where it starts out. Do we get Robert Pattinson? Maybe no, we get Robert- unfortunately you don't. What? Well, I don't know. It was only three minutes long. Um, as a bonus, the return of Zod from Man of Steel. Really? Yes, Michael Shannon. Wait a minute. It was Adam West going to be in it too? No, he died. <laughs> well, they and, can CGI and it. And a new Supergirl to replace my boy Henry Cavill. I'm still sad about it. Supergirl. Henry Cavill was Superman. What As in Kara. As in his cousin. Oh, I thought he, sp- he no, spilled his seed into no, Lois. No, it's his cousin. Vagina. Who's you cousin? Know? Superman's cousin from Superman Krypton. has a cousin? Yes. Don't don't get him started talking about started. Superman. Stop here. asking him questions about second, Superman. But I thought the planet blew up I and he was like the only one. That I'll bring out Helen Slater if you don't shut up. <laughs> yeah, you stop asking questions. I'm I don't... confused. I just wanted. I just anyway, wanted to wait for the movie. There's wait no the Superman movie. because he doesn't exist thanks to James Gunn. But there is a Supergirl with the same powers that he has. And she's trying to help him stop Zod. Well, there has to so be a Superman. Go. There's no, a Supergirl. It's a Supergirl. Get with Same it. powers. Anyway, I found it an acceptable substitution. This may be the last DC film I will like before the guns ruin the DCU. How do you know that's going to happen? I know it's going to happen. 
I don't know uh, what's happen. Next, skipping over the trailer for Scream, whatever number it is. 72. Because, well, it's going to suck. Yeah. Aiden Penetary back from the fourth one and some kind of super ghost face. Yes. Gone. Don't worry, I'm not done yet. Oh, yeah. And yes, I can feel the rage. There's another Transformers oh, movie. No, there isn't. That's, yes, there is. That can't be. Uh, this time, Mirage, the Mirage. silver silver Porsche, which was one of my favorite toys as a kid. Unfortunately, it's voiced this time by Pete Davidson. Yay! Said. That sounds good. Directed yeah, sound good. by the guy who gave us Creed. Two. Oh, who's that? Sadly, Michelle Yeoh is also in this. This is gonna ruin my life right Hope now. Hope she wins the Oscar first, because this film might kill her career. Um, they also played the trailer for Adam Driver's Jurassic Park slash Lost in Space movie '65. Yes, future meets past. Which was not new, and we already Who will discussed. Win? This could be good or bad. It could be. Then the movie Jim be, is looking forward bad. to. Dungeons and Dragons. Yes! I am so excited for I this. I remember the crappy one starring a Wayans brother. Yes. And I also, never played the game. I played the so game a lot. I'm holding my judgment on this one. Does I look kind of cool though. And it, it's got one of the one of the, the Chris's, so we'll see. I love the Chris's. I don't know what that I love means. all the Chris's. What's a Chris? There's not a Chris I don't love. All right. Unfortunately, there is also Indiana Jones oh, 5, God. which Matt Mickelson got roped into. What? No. Yeah, uh-huh. My Danish man crush is in yeah. this? Oh, uh, man. Maybe Indy finally dies in this one. Uh, skipping over Creed 3. Thank God. Yeah, please and do Super that. Mario Brothers, which is just a cartoon plumber's commercial. Nice. WTF. <laughs> I don't know if it's live action or not, but the commercial was cartoons. Uh, lastly, a three-minute trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. <laughs> I have no idea what this movie is about. Other than a black guy with an English accent who appears to be trying to end the universe and seems to be the guy who invented that talking raccoon. Huh. Uh, maybe star actually dies in this one. Who knows? I doubt it. He's a god. So, friends, lots of raging to be done in the next eight months. Wait, isn't he also a Chris? A lot of those sound he pretty good. He is also a Chris, but he's one of the lesser talented ones. Am he's I a Chris? A, no. No. You're a Bruce. But I also love I also, I also love you. I love Bryce's. I love Bryce's, too. Come uh. on, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all I got. Uh. Yeah, that's what you missed because you didn't watch them in Super Bowl. Mm. Temperature rising. <coughs> Vision blurring. Rage taking over. Uh, I'm in such a joyful place. I don't know if I can find the rage again. <laughs> no, we had some rage earlier. Oh yeah, I had rage, man. Okay, so my my rage this week is fucking found footage films. Can okay. I please not ever That's have fine. to watch any of them ever again? Unless they're quality happen. like the Outwaters. No, unless it, oh my god, I'm just having flashbacks of how terrible that movie was right now again. Yeah, really? my rage could 
could build to a, a level that is beyond my comprehension. Yeah, no, found footage movies are typically are, terrible. Yes. The only one... Is The Outwaters. No. Is, um, what's the Spanish uh, zombie wreck? Oh, wreck. yeah. Wreck, wreck. And all three of the wrecks are great. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far, but the first one was superior. And the second one's still pretty good. The first one is is is, is the, by far the is best. Is actually the best at, uh, yeah. found footage movie ever yeah. made. By Th- far. Well, thank you. I will. I, I forgot we can, about Rack. We can agree. We can agree on yes. that. All found so footage the, films are terrible except, except for Rack two, One, Rack and the Outwater. So your no. thing is all no. English found footage films suck. Yeah, all English speaking found footage films yeah. suck. Except for the Outwaters. Except for no, except for Rack when they speak English once in the whole film. Rack really? was Rack was awesome. Yeah, there you go. So they did speak English, but it was just one word, so that classifies maybe? I don't know. Are you done? Yeah, my right. <laughs> I fucking hate found footage films. Stop making them. And Fair stop enough. pretending like, oh, it's a found footage yeah, film. It's, it's a found real. footage film that, you know, was completely staged through the entire film. That's my rage. There you go. And also, come on, Bryce. Come on, Bryce. Rage this week is uh, very short, not so sweet. My rage this week is that Magic Mike's Last Dance exists. That was the worst movie I've seen in at least a decade. That's it. That's all I got. I hated this movie so very, very much. I can't rage about anything else because it's the most god awful thing that I've had to sit through that I can remember. It's, ah. It's going to haunt me for like the next decade, two decades. It's not nearly as bad as The Outwater. Oh, whatever. The Outwaters is Amondo. And Magic Mike's Last Dance is like the biggest, one of the biggest rages in the history of film. William was so funny. No, nobody was funny. It was all funny. There was a lot of fun. There was no laughing. Yeah, we're just rehashing stuff now. Yeah. We get it. You hated it. It's awful. (laughs) That's lamest. Rage, rage. <laughs> I wanted to rage about something else, but I couldn't. So I thought I'd talk over Ben Stiller. Yeah, you did, didn't you? Ben will never forgive you. So I don't think we got nothing on the list this week, unless you got something up your sleeve. Uh, no, not really. No, nothing. No, I anybody mean, in any film? Well, I mean, there's there's the obvious, but I I've only seen him in one film, so <laughs> you're I talking, mean, you're Shah, talking, Shah Rukh Khan yeah. is the most mesmerizing action hero that I've ever witnessed. Like he's he's kind of like the Rock, but but times ten. He's the <laughs> he's he's the Indian Rock power to ten. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Actually, you know, you he's should watch some of his other charisma. movies because. He's that amazing in every movie yeah. he's in. So, like to me, I've seen enough of his movies. He's definitely mesmerizing. Yeah, I'm for gonna me. go back and watch a couple of them. So. Yeah, you should. You should yeah. spend the whole weekend watching. I've I've actually got the next five days off. So nice. There we go. 
Yeah, so not much for the list this week. Murray's going to find us something because we've got... We added some people. Oh, you got (gasps) something? You got something? Yeah. Ooh, a proposed mesmerized off? Stop complaining long enough, I'll tell you. Well, that's what we like to do. Lay it on me. Well, I'm sure we all remember Idris Elba's last film. Yeah, 2,000 Years of Longing? No, The Beast The Beast? Oh, yeah. I didn't actually see it. Uh, Yeah, well, you're lucky then. Yeah, you were pretty You used to love this guy. With everything he was in. I still love still this guy. I still think he's awesome. Mm. But I think we need to kind of re-examine some of the stuff he's been in. So So is that, he on a mesmerized list? Uh yes. Oh, okay. He is. I didn't even know that. Because we couldn't we couldn't we couldn't and we it, couldn't decide you so chose Tilda Swinton and I chose him. So uh, and oh from the Thor? No, from two thousand years of long ago oh, or whatever it was. There were also in the, in the oh, no, so that wasn't Tilda Star, that was Kate Blanchett. Um so I looked long and hard trying to find movies that he was in that I could maybe put somebody up against oh. and get him knocked out or something. I came up with two, but the first one I'm not too sure about. Uh, it's Buffalo Soldiers mm-hmm. with Joaquin Phoenix yeah. and Idris Elba. I don't know if Idris Elba is in it long enough. He's, in the, he's in the cast, but I don't know how big of a party he Yeah, I can't really remember how much he's in that. That'd be worth seeing. It's, for, good. it's not a bad So movie, if though. you guys want to try that one, you can do that. I have a second one, which you guys are not going to like. Well, one of us is not going to like. Well, let's go with, start with Buffalo start Soldiers with that first. One? Okay, and if, if Idris Elba has too short of a role, then I got a second one, which I know he's in more of. I also, I don't know which list to bring it up, but I was thinking about... Naomi Rapace, who is one of my new crushes. That's what? Yeah, I don't know work. yet. Oh, she so haven't done the work yet on the... Well, no, because I haven't seen all of her films, but I've seen the most recent films, and I love them all. Everything I've seen that she's been in, I absolutely love her in. Love so, her in, or you love the movie? Because there's oh, two both, different things. Oh, Movie and her. She's really? mesmerizing in all of so them. Do there's you, a couple you, that I'm like... So you loved Lamb? I, I did. Oh, okay, good, because I did too. <laughs> Uh, uh, I love that more than both of you. The, the one you guys have seen, the one you guys haven't seen, but I have, yeah. possibly because I don't think it it, it it didn't hit theaters. It may have been during lockdown. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Was Black Crab, which she was awesome. In. Yeah, I saw it. Did yep. you see it? Yeah, me too. Uh, she got a new one coming out called Assassin Club. I don't know if it's come out yet or not. Oh, that sounds awful. So but it's it might this be year. might be all right. Who knows? She's uh, in it. You won't be alone. Yeah, that is crazy awesome. Uh, the trip, which I loved. I think that was a Mondo, actually, for me. I think we, yeah. we all thought it was a Mondo. Uh, Secrets We Keep, I'm not sure about. Yeah. Angel of Mine, also not sure about. I'm not sure I saw that. Uh, close or Close. Yeah, that's Mondo. Stockholm. Yeah. Bright, which apparently is a Will Smith movie. It's a made-for-TV. Yeah. Like it went straight it, to... Well, it was a Netflix thing, wasn't uh, it? Yeah. I don't know. And what happened to Monday? That's like the last eight. So, But I've seen about half of them. But yeah, all the ones I've seen are in it, so I love her in. So. I don't know if you guys... I never actually put... saw Bright, but if it does... I that, didn't either, but... I don't know if it... I don't know if it counts. Wait, how far back did you go? Because did you go back to Alien Covenant? Because that was yes, not great. No, Alien Covenant, she was, was uncredited in that. Oh. Okay. She was in it for like 30 seconds. Didn't even well, get her Well, that list, doesn't actually matter. And un- was Unlocked was the one before that. So then the first alien she was in was long before that. Yeah. So what was it? I, what are we at? I, I think 
if and Alien Covenant three, is four, in five, there, six, seven, which it has to be Stockholm if she's in eight, it. Not including the one that yeah, has to you're right. Yeah. That might be a problem. Yeah, we might have to rewatch Alien Covenant. Isn't it only eight, though? Yeah, it's the last eight. Yeah. yeah. That's like so ten. That's oh, that was ten back? Okay, yeah, it's at well. least ten back. Uh, Assassin's Club's one. Which I don't know yet. You Won't Be Alone. The Trip. Lamb. Lamb. Secrets We Keep. Secrets You Keep. And Angel of Mine. Yep. Close. Where are we at? That's Close, Stockholm. Yeah, you're right. It's further enough back. So I think Bright is the only one that might cause a problem. But it doesn't count because it's made so for what happened to Monday then? Well, Bright was a meh for me. I mean, so. if I could find well, him, I'd watch the Bright is also more neat back, isn't it? I think uh, it is. Well, since if you include the one that hasn't come out yet. Okay. Well, I think Bright counts. It was a meh for me. I didn't hate it. I haven't watched it. Well, so. that's two, four, well, six, eight. Well, then eight is stock. Bryce one. will watch Bright. Or I'll just wait till this other one comes out, and then I don't yeah. have to. Watch anyway, it. I'm not saying put her on right now. I'm just saying I like her. So. And we are saying we like her too. And we like the movie choices she's making. Yep. Apparently, seems to be. So she's going to be on deck. We'll put her on deck. Yeah, you do that. Absolutely. Good choices, Mer. Yeah. Because I haven't seen. Um, yeah, I did a little bit of work this week. There you go. You know what? I, I'm going to go after your mesmerized list, though. Wow. Uh, for starters, Adam Driver is on there twice. He should be on there twice. <laughs> he's not on he's there. That, shouldn't be on there twice. He's that, he's that talented. He's listed twice. And no. I tried to find a movie to knock him off at how least many, once. How many times has Ben Affleck on there? He's on. He, he, the only list he'll be on ever, ever is, is the repulsive list. I thought that I, I thought I got him on the list no. that one week. No. No. Because I remember because I had Ben Affleck and Rob unless, Zombie. <laughs> unless right. it was the one episode you did by yourself, it was. Oh, yeah. that doesn't count. Which we've already voted. Which we've already voted on them that they're rages. Oh. Um, so they don't count. Exactly. You can't. If you would have brought up somebody that we hadn't talked about, maybe you could have. It could have worked. But oh, just you wait, Bryce. There's another trailer which they I didn't see during the Super Bowl, which was um, written, directed, and starring. Ben Affleck. Then it'll be great. And Matt Damon. Then it'll be absolutely But the guy who apparently invented Nikes or Nike Jordans or something. But that sounds, sounds awesome. That sounds so I am so not down with that one. I am looking forward to so it. You go ahead and watch that one. Oh, I'll watch it. I have no desire to see and it. I will love it. You know what? I'm going to not decide yet. I haven't decided either. Because right I, like, I, I like Matt Damon, so there's a chance. To. He's not with his buddy. Who's yeah. his buddy? Ben Affleck. Oh, well, Ben Affleck's all. Awesome. Kevin Smith. He's a friends with Kevin Smith, yes. too. Yeah, Kevin Smith, who used to make good movies. Yeah. Where were we? What's happening? <laughs> I'll be to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> do you like cute dogs? Of course you do. We have a cute dog, and we'll share pictures of her if you listen to our podcast. We are Two Idiots and a Dog, and we talk about movies and other media. And post pictures of our dog, Kaiju. New episodes post weekly on podpage.com slash T-I-A-A-D media. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at T-I-A-A-D media and wherever fine podcasts are sold. So give us a listen. You wouldn't want to disappoint Kaiju. No, you don't. Nope. And we don't either. Last week on Rage or Dare... The boys were dared to see Big Mama's house, like father, like son, by our friend Zolgar of Two Idiots and a Dog. 
Zolgar appears to be on his way to being a competent master in the art of rage. Yes, young grasshopper, you are one with the rage. This week, it's back to the sweet candy dish of rage for Bryce as he tries to pull the coveted Death by High School Musical 3. Mmm, doesn't that sound sweet? Now, let's see if they finally got it right with the third installment of Big Mama's House. And by getting it right, I mean the right amount of torturous rage that neither of the boys can come back from. <laughs> uh, Martin Lawrence. Uh, Martin Lawrence. Big Mama's Like Father Like Son is another crap fest from Martin Lawrence. It starts out awful and never gets any better. Watching Lawrence in a fat suit is exactly as funny as that sounds. And this time around, we get two actors in fat suits pretending to be women. If my math skills are correct, that makes this doubly unfunny. The anguish I felt as I watched this continued to anger me as I have the same thought as, as when I'm watching any Martin Lawrence performance. How does this guy have a job in entertainment? He is beyond not funny. He makes films that are intended to be funny and his mere presence makes these films tragic. I feel for every actor that is so desperate for work that they star in a Martin Lawrence film. Although he is not the only unwatchable actor in this, as Brandon T. Jackson shows he is capable of lowering the bar along with Lawrence as he dons the other fat suit to equal comedic execution. Seriously, there is nothing funny about this. How does something like this get made? If nothing else, I can honestly say that Lawrence is consistent, consistently awful, as in, is the case with everything Martin Lawrence is in. Big Mama's like father, like son is a rage. And this all just seems anticlimactic because I say the same thing every time I watch any Martin Lawrence film. Yeah, it's almost like we should give you a break from Martin Lawrence for a while to surprise you at a later date with yeah. something really good. Yeah. Like yeah. Bad Boys 3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need to ask the first question on everyone's mind. But first preface this, mm -hmm. that I love drag and can find myself in silk stockings on a Thursday evening more times than I want to remember. So what is supposed to be funny about Martin Lawrence dressing up as an overweight woman? I don't understand the concept and we are three films in, but I also don't understand why anybody finds Martin Lawrence funny in any way and why anybody would pay him to be this annoying mm -hmm. or a single FBI agent would do a sting operation all by himself. So like realistic. right from the very beginning, I'm kind of like, what? Like actual the what? And if I asked you, I'm looking at you, Bryce, mm -hmm. to hide in plain sight, would your first thought be, hey, let's dress up as fat women? No. No. No, no it wouldn't be. They are not fooling anyone. They made themselves more obviously men trying to hide than just actually being hidden. They could have just went to that. There was like a, uh, a shed 
that was beside. They could have just hidden in the shed with some apples and peanut butter and snuck in and out of the places they like everything about it made no sense but apparently they end up at an all-girls school version of the school from fame so we have a song and dance number in the middle of this movie oh sorry i think we had a couple more than one song and dance movie and at this point i'm confused what the actual living horror of a fuck is happening in this and is this a mystery cop drama they promised us or a musical but that's that's what we got over and over again we got a musical dance numbers in a comedy action father son buddy like i'm i'm just was confused the whole movie the other thing i didn't understand was pretty much the only thing that made me not love this film was when the father and the son were all kind of huggy and, you know, bonding. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Or the fact, I don't understand that they made so much effort in the bodysuit because they had to show Martin Lawrence nude, somewhat nude, um, that I was kind of confused. I was like, are the suits... Like, do they have a hole cut out for his junk to stick out? Because what if he was, if he was covering him his female genitalia up when he was doing a thing? Like, I mean, they didn't hide on the amount of rolls that his fat suit had. So wouldn't weird. his wouldn't his fat suit cover up his vagina? Like, it would just. I wasn't. I wasn't sure why why that was supposed to be there and what was happening during the whole new drawing scene oh it was it was it was all in the name of comedy but do you think she maybe had like his I, his fat I, I his fat woman not, suit I know had a brazilian you, trim to this it this has been like running through your head since you watched the movie i have not given it a second thought i didn't care when you brought it up at the time and i still don't <laughs> this film with all its flaws had one thing going for it did it yes in this buddy cop comedy musical dance film that was touching and full of heart mm-hmm. yeah no this was predictable repulsive martin lawrence drivel yes. filled rage of a film that i can thank zolgar for torturing us with which satisfied my lust for torturous masochism i don't know why we keep doing this to ourselves but <laughs> you know what i'm kind of it's kind of like you know, um, when you get to that point where your nipples are twisted just enough mm-hmm. that the pain is severe enough that it just pushes you over that level of film or like actual orgasm. But in this case, it's a film orgasm. It's like there's so much rage that's in our bodies that it transcends filmgasms to me now. It's just like, I, it's like I need a fix of these terrible films. Yeah, I, I don't. Okay, well then, I also get joy from watching Eagle through this. <laughs> I, the only thing I wished from this last week, because this was a stellar week for all of us, I think, mm. was that I didn't get to see <laughs> Magic Mike with Bryce. I still re- remember moments of the past, like when we saw Sonic the Hedgehog 1 yes. together. And, two. and when we Watch, saw watching Sonic squirm in my chair, Sonic trying the to get away from the movie two. without leaving my seat, <laughs> which is exactly how I was with the Outwaters. Uh, <laughs> well, 
You know what? I don't think there's very many in here. I think there may be a good chance that you oh, may that pull your it this high week. High school musical? Yeah, there's. I mean, we're getting down to the dregs. I kind of want to go in and look to make sure it wasn't pulled out. Because why hasn't one of us pulled this yet? This is like this is the biggest mystery. Here, dumb luck. <laughs> Did you get one? I got one. All right. <sighs> don't be high school musical. <laughs> Could be worse. Could be worse. High School Musical 3. Is it? Boing. Oh, my God. He got it. We have a bingo. We've got a bingo. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Well, we may actually have a guest on our episode next week. You think? Yeah. We might invite uh, <laughs> Scott and Frankie on from uh, <laughs> Shoot the Flick. So... I am not amused. Right I now. could not be more excited. Between that and the movies we're watching this week, I think Bryce is going to be full of a lot of rage. This this next week, that's people, my prediction. Next week, this could be the best film the rage most episode, worthy episode, the ever. most rage ever to happen. Oh yeah, I guess we got a superhero movie. We got some Liam Neeson. That's we right, got some Liam High Neeson. School Musical three. That's oh right. yeah, I'm going to be raging. Just imagine if we had if we'd save Winnie the Pooh for next week. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been an all rage episode. I just want this to get room it out couldn't of the contain way. contain all the rage. You know what they say: directors and actors beware. That's right. For you cannot hide from the rage. Well, thanks, ragers, for listening. Thanks, the extended film rage family, who you can find them in our show notes. Thanks to Casey from the Nerdy Photographer, the voice of Rager Dare, and the God of Rage. And now, apparently, his subservient. Grasshopper, Zolgar, and the gang from uh, Two Idiots and a Dog. Find us on social media everywhere at FilmRageYYC. Check out everything FilmRage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and TeePublic. We are always wanting to make this a raging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us emails to FilmRageCalgary at G- gmail.com. Dare to see terrible movies to fuel our rage, but no matter what you do... Please, 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 pretty please, 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 make us rage. That's it, brothers. A week, a rage on. Rage on.